everything still to play for for Missouri basketball on the table, and yet, almost no matter what happens from here on out, this season has been a gigantic win for the program and its fans. So you know what, let's talk about yesterday's win against Ole Miss, and Kobe Brown has a really interesting decision in the offseason, so let's talk about all that and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And thanks for sending a friend to LockedOnMizzou.com so they can Find all the links to YouTube, Spotify, etc., etc. And you know what? Just another great victory yesterday for Missouri. And by the way, give Ole Miss a ton of credit. At least I'm going to for sure. As we've seen time and time again, well, in this conference, these days in basketball, nothing is easy. That wasn't necessarily the case, I think, when Missouri first entered the SEC. The bottom of the league was pretty soft. Well, not anymore. All 14 teams certainly seem to take this sport seriously these days. A lot of that, of course, is the Disney money that was infused with the SEC network. Hey, can't all go to football, so let's try to make some noise in March Madness as well. That seems to be the thinking anyway. So again, give Ole Miss a lot of credit. They have every reason in the world yesterday, other than pride, to just roll over and give up yesterday. And when Missouri got up about 9 or 10 late in the first half, I thought that's exactly what was going to happen, but no siree. Ole Miss was in it the whole way, and Missouri had to make a lot of really good plays down the stretch. Of course, a big-time and one by Noah Carter there at the end of the game. Nick Honor hit a couple of free throws at the end to clinch the victory. And you know what? Not much to complain about, really. I, I thought Missouri played pretty well for the most part yesterday, even though, again, Ole Miss, the team at the bottom of the league, hung in there for maybe longer than we would have liked. And by the way, let's give Noah Carter a little bit of appreciation here at the top. Talked a lot about all the players, of course, throughout the season. I don't feel like I've maybe given Noah enough love. He's such a versatile piece and a guy who maybe has gotten a little bit of an afterthought because, well, he got taken out of the starting lineup in favor of Mo Diara, but still, clearly, Carter is just a huge part of this basketball team. His ability to punish smaller players inside, as he did on that and-one play at the end of the game, as well as, of course, stepping out and knocking down three-pointers is something really, really unique, and he's a valuable, valuable player. And if that's indeed the last game he played at Mizzou Arena, well, it was a very important one and a memorable one for him. So that was nice to see. And by the way, speaking of that question, will Noah Carter be back next year? Well, Ned on YouTube actually asked, could you please explain in your next video how Noah Carter and Sean East are both seniors? They are both listed as juniors on ESPN. Well, Ned, I'll explain that to you. So everybody who was considered a senior yesterday, everybody who was honored yesterday, except for three guys, can come back. And those three guys are Demoy Hodge, Trago Million, and DeAndre Golston. So East, Noah Carter, Kobe Brown, Isaiah Mosley, they can all come back next year if they want to. Completely up to them. 
And I, I suppose the team as well, if they want them back. I, I don't think there's going to be any a question in any of those cases that all of those guys would be welcome back, without a doubt. But to me, obviously the most interesting question there is Kobe Brown. Because as well as he shot the ball this season, speaking of a versatile forward, you talked about Noah Carter's versatility. Well, Kobe Brown is like a souped-up, even better version of Noah Carter in a way. So he's a guy who is getting interest from the NBA right now, for sure. Maybe he's just a second-round pick, but maybe this is the moment where Kobe should leave and try to make, try to hack it at the highest level of basketball. I certainly wouldn't blame him if he did that. On the other hand, if it's looking more realistic that overseas is probably the more likely destination for Kobe or maybe the G League, something like that, well, maybe you delay that for a year in a world with name, image, and likeness where Kobe can probably make a decent amount of money next year. He's one of the most popular Missouri basketball players in, in some in some time, and that certainly is only going to increase if he decides to give one more year, one more year, as the crowd was chanting at him yesterday. He's only going to be even more popular next year. So he has lots of chances to make real money in Columbia next season. On the other hand, of course, I'm sure he wants to play professional basketball someday. And if he thinks the NBA is his best shot to leave now, I certainly wouldn't blame him whatsoever. But do I want him selfishly back for one more year? Yeah, of course I do. But regardless, honestly, you just got to be thankful to Dennis Gates and Kobe Brown and, and Noah Carter and this entire team, literally every single member of this basketball team, because Man, the last few years, really the last 10 years, for the most part, have been pretty punishing as a Missouri basketball fan. Even one of the, the really the two fun, most fun seasons since Norfolk State. Let, let's cut it off there. The two most fun seasons were sort of overshadowed, number one, by Michael Porter Jr. and those constant questions. And then the second one, of course, the COVID-19 restrictions. And basically there was, you know, 1,500 people at every game. Not exactly the same atmosphere that you got to see on Saturday. So again, those of us who kept our season tickets, like my family and many other families, and I'm sure some of your families who are listening to this, well, guess what? We made it through the Kim Anderson years. We made it through the rougher parts of the Frank Haith and Conzo Martin eras and the Dennis Gates era. This guy is our reward, ladies and gentlemen. I still cannot believe that we truly got the double bye. And indeed, we got the double bye, ladies and gentlemen. Missouri, fourth in the league. Thank you, Auburn, for taking down Tennessee. And speaking of Tennessee, Missouri will play in its quarterfinal game Friday, probably about 2.30, 25 minutes after the Alabama game. But Missouri likely to play Tennessee, but it could be Ole Miss or South Carolina too. So you never know. But likely going to see Tennessee in the quarters, of course, Bama and the semis would be waiting more than likely as well. So be interesting to see a rematch with Alabama with Kobe Brown actually being able to play. That's for darn sure. But regardless, again, an unbelievable season by Dennis Gates and company. Everything that happens from here on out is just gravy. Obviously, it would be enormous for the program if you could win the SEC tournament, raise another banner, just win one game in the NCAA tournament would be enormous 
to me for this program, for a very proud program that hasn't actually won a tournament game since 2010, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong there. But it would just be really a weight off the program and just show so how far advanced we really are because this program is advanced right now. I believe it will continue to advance under Dennis Gates. The recruiting is picking up big time. Everything is pointing upward for Missouri right now. And if there happens to be somebody trying to steal him away, well, all I can say is open up that wallet because we can't let this one get away. And coming up, you know what? As much as I just threw a big love fest toward Dennis Gates there, you all know me. You know I got to nitpick a little bit. So there was one decision that Coach Coach Gates made at the end of the ball game yesterday that I would question pretty severely. But at the same time, a beautiful moment, I thought, after the game between Dennis Gates, Desiree Reed, Francois, and Isaiah Mosley. So let's touch on that a little bit as well. But first, let's touch on Built Bar because I'm telling you folks, pool season It's going to be here before you know it, just a couple months away. So the vain people like myself, we want to look good. So how are we going to do it? We're going to do it with Built Bar because occasionally you're going to have an inkling for some for some chocolate, for some 100% real chocolate, well, that's where Built Bar comes in because you got chocolate, but not all the fat and sugar that you expect from most chocolate bars, plus only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping, a whopping 17 grams of protein packed into each and every Built Bar. And of course, you can go to Built.com and order your favorite flavor right now, but you don't even have to wait. You can go to Walmart or Sam's Club today and find your favorite Built Bar. Mine is anything coconut, of course. And you know what? Check it out. Once again, Built.com, Sam's Club, or Walmart, and thank me later. Thanks for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen today. And by the way, check out something new from Locked on, the Locked on newsletter, lockedonpodcast.com slash newsletters. I just signed up today myself, and the beauty of it is it's customizable to your local teams, as you might expect from Locked on. I clicked on Mizzou Tigers, KC Chiefs, KC Royals, and anytime one of those three teams comes up, well, going to get some information there in my mailbox. So again, check it out, lockedonpodcasts.com slash newsletters, or if you're watching on YouTube, scan the QR code on the screen right now. Well, it's become a bit of a running joke lately with Mizzou fans that the harder the shot is for DeAndre Golston, the more likely it is to go in. So with about a minute left, Missouri was up to an M-I-Z-Z-O-U chant broke out. When DeAndre Golston had the ball and that chant started, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, this is a big moment. I didn't even think, "Uh uh-oh. I just thought, oh, he's definitely going to shoot this. That's what I thought. And sure enough, the ultimate, I got this guy, maybe in Missouri history, well, he had it. He got it, didn't he? He made a, about a 10-foot finger roll. <laughs> Just a, a miraculous shot, to be honest. An incredibly difficult shot. But again, that's what DeAndre Golston does. So there you go. But then with that four-point lead evaporated pretty quickly because, in my opinion, a really bizarre decision by Dennis Gates. Ball's in the middle of the court, 35 feet from the basket, and we double-team it which led to an easy pass out 
and an easy layup for Ole Miss, cutting the lead to two with about 55 seconds left. And to me, I, I just didn't like that decision whatsoever. You, you don't want to double team. It would be one thing if the ball was in the corner, but you're, you're leading by four at this point with a minute left. Let's maybe just play straight-up defense because, number one, that'll actually make the clock run more. We allowed Ole Miss to not only score, but score incredibly quickly there. And I'd like to think that, well, maybe Coach Gates will rethink that one in the future. Now, if that really was the final game that Kobe Brown played in a Missouri uniform at Mizzou Arena, well, it was obviously beautiful to see his mom and dad there and to see Caleb get to walk out with his brother as well. I thought that was really neat to see as a fan of Kobe Brown. But it also stuck out a little bit in contrast when Isaiah Mosley walked out with a young man. Just one young man appeared to be, I don't know, his brother, I I suppose. I'm not really sure who that guy was. But unlike a lot of the other guys, not a huge contingent there with Isaiah. And well, then Desiree Reed Francois and Dennis Gates walked over and and grabbed Isaiah arm in arm and walked with him. And I, I truly thought that was a, a moving moment. I, I I didn't see that coming. I thought it was a nice thing for them to do. And I just thought, you know, it, it just sort of put a a very obvious visual on what I assume maybe Isaiah's going through in some ways. You know, I, I just this whole time I've gotten lots of comments and questions about. Well, where's Isaiah? What's going on with Isaiah? And, you know, it's all basketball related. But, you know, I think you do have to wonder, if I'm Isaiah Mosley, I'm wondering, do these people care about me as a person, you know, or do they just want me as a basketball player? Which is understandable because that's what fans do, right? We we only know him because of his basketball skills. So in one way, it's understandable. But at the same time, I think we as fans have to remember that these are actual human beings with real feelings and emotions. And they're they're on display all the time. Like everybody in Columbia knows who Isaiah Mosley is and wants to know his business. And I, that's got to be a tough thing to deal with at a certain point. I can I can relate to that ever so slightly, you know, during my basketball career way, way, way back in the 1800s when I played high school basketball. But seriously, though, I just I genuinely hope Isaiah comes back next year and maybe has a more normal season just for him and for Missouri fans. And while I think Kobe Brown has an interesting decision, I actually think Isaiah's decision should be pretty obvious. Again, not knowing anything about what's happening off the court with Mr. Mosley, I, I just think that I, I can't see the NBA being an opportunity for him right now, for instance. He also can't transfer. He's already transferred. He can't He can't get a free year here unless he applies for a hardship waiver, which perhaps he'll get. But it just would seem to me that the best place for Isaiah probably is the University of Missouri right now, an SEC program. Is he going to get to a better program than Missouri right now? I kind of doubt it. So it just seems like using logic, it just seems like the best thing for Isaiah and Mizzou would be be to give it another shot next year, and hopefully it'll just be a more normal season for, again, him and everybody else involved. And you know what? If Missouri were fortunate enough to advance to the Sweet 16, let's say, well, you know, Kansas City is actually a possibility. That'd be a perfect destination, of course, for Mizzou fans. But what about the first and second round Destinations. What about those possibilities? Well, I have a suggestion 
for the NCAA committee, whoever runs this tournament, give me some better locations. And I want to expand more on that point right after these quick words. There are eight cities where Missouri could potentially end up in the first and second round. Denver would be my number one choice just because, well, Denver's a fun town. I happen to enjoy Denver and relatively close, of course. But the rest of the towns, boy, unless you're unless you're a big Disneyland or Disney World person, I should say, and you're you're big on Orlando, the rest of these towns, Des Moines, Columbus, Birmingham, Greensboro, Albany, and Sacramento. Listen. No offense to all you fine people of Sacramento, California, for instance, but none of those towns are exactly tourist destinations, are they? Other than Denver and Orlando, not exactly a destination. Again, my thing is I've totally noticed in recent years that attendance for these things has gone down and down and down. Well, here's my wild and crazy thought. Get some better locations, and you'll get some better turnouts for these games. For instance, my wife will will happily watch a game with me. Like, for instance, if we go on a trip, she'll, she'll go to an NBA game with me, and certainly if we went to Denver, she would go to a, the NCAA tournament game with me. But I have to sell her on the entire trip, on the entire weekend. I can't just take her to the game and then fly home, do the one thing we I want to do, and then say, well, hope you're satisfied, honey. Uh, that's not going to fly. Trust me. I learned that one early in our relationship. I can't just do the one thing that I want to do on a, on a weekend out of town and expect the other person is going to be happy. little hot tip out there for all you single dudes and perhaps unmarried or maybe even married guys. Maybe you still need to learn this as well. But really... Get some more better, attractive locations, and you'll have better turnouts. Again, no offense to the fine people of Albany, New York, but I think I'd rather go to the Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden. That's just me. But hey, thanks again for indulging me on this podcast as per usual. And and once again, definitely check out the Locked On newsletter at LockedOnPodcast.com slash newsletters. Once again, very customizable to exactly the teams you want to hear about. So don't worry. It won't be a deluge to your inbox. You're going to enjoy this one. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Locked on Mizzou.